Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Hey there, Fangirl Nation. I hope that everyone is staying safe and doing okay during this time of quarantine. We are certainly living in crazy and different times, but you are listening today to Fangirl Sports Network's Fangirl Playbook on Blue Wire. I'm your host, Tracy Sandler, joined as always by my co-host, Stephanie McCarroll, who you guys know we talked a lot about last week. Steph had tested positive for COVID-19, and I'm happy to say that she's feeling better today, but I'm going to let her give you guys the big update. Yeah, I I feel, um, I would say about, you know, 70% back to normal. It's, uh, it's a good feeling to feel like, you know, you're on the other side of this thing. Uh, for me, uh, it actually got worse that night after the podcast and I was the fever, the body aches, everything got worse. And I'll be honest with you, the mental part was really tough too, because being quarantined, you don't have anybody to talk to. You're kind of like by yourself, you know, things are being passed to you outside your door and you feel terrible. And it's just like, it, it to me, that's when it just really got to me. I just, I feel like mentally I broke down at that point um, because it's hard being sick, but when you ha- can't be around anybody, it's even worse. So I just feel like as humans, we need that contact. So it's weird how, you know, this is really affecting the whole world. I really, really feel for people and especially the people that are gravely ill with Corona because, you know, it's just, it's just a bad thing. But um on Saturday night, Sunday morning, early morning, I broke my fever, and that was a big game changer for me. When I broke my fever, I was—I felt like I could actually walk again. I could eat again because I had no appetite. I didn't eat for like a week, <laughs> so I feel because I couldn't keep anything down. I—I—I I, I feel a little grateful, and the positive is that you know I lost a few pounds. <laughs> you always got to look at silver linings and everything. <laughs> but um but in all sincerity like it's good to be able to like get up and walk and feel like you have some energy and you you everything doesn't hurt anymore because that's how it felt for me my I've been video chatting with my doctor which is really really helpful I think we should do that normally because it would save Mm -hmm. so much time and and resources but um my, and he, he said that he believes that I'm going to have asthma for the rest of my life, which is, it's tough because, you know, I've, I was a swimmer, you know, and I've always had mm-hmm. really strong lungs and, you know, breathing capacity and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a bummer, but if that's the only thing I have, you know, it's all things considered, you know, it's treatable. So it's not something that it, I might just have to, you know, work around, but it's certainly not the end of the world. And, um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's affecting people in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like glad that I might, there might be a chance I might be immune to this thing, you know, so mm-hmm. that gives me a little less fear, you know, but 
really getting the information about it, I think is helpful because, you know, that's how you combat fear is by getting information. So the more information you have about it, you know, the less fearful you are. So yeah, I'm back. (laughs) You certainly sound much better and much like yourself, but I want to touch on something you just said that I think was really important. The more information you have, the better. And of course, I don't think I don't think either of us think that everybody should be glued to the news all day long in fear, but reading what you can, keeping up with the latest news, I think will in some ways also dispel fear. If you have information, if you listen to the news and not the noise, which is not something I came up with, that's Jessica Yellen's thing uh, on Instagram. And actually, if you guys don't follow her, I just would recommend it. She's been really good through all of this. She just gives a lot of good information and she gives the news, not the noise. And I think that that's probably helpful for everyone. At least I have found that's been helpful for me is to just kind of keep up with what's going on, have the information at hand, because as Steph said, it is the unknown, which yeah. is scary for everybody. And and I think people need to, during this time, I mean, we're all in our homes, hopefully, and we're all like together and, you know, it's a hard time period and you really have to take care of your mental health. If you can get outside, you know, and you know, be responsible about it and take care of your mental health. You know, I think it's just really important that we consider, you know, us as a whole and we're going without in a lot of respects, but there's things you have to do, especially now to take care of yourself. And, um, you know, it's, it's everything. Like I, I was thinking like right now you want to boost your immune system because if you do get exposed to this thing, you know, you're going to want to fight it off. So eat right don't drink mm-hmm. too much, you know, try to do all the things to, to combat that because that's going to give you the better, best chance. And their mental health is included in that. And something that uh, has also been helpful for me is I've been doing a lot of FaceTimes with friends, the Zoom quote unquote happy hours, whether or not you're drinking, I think is irrelevant, um, <laughs> but just talking to your friends and, and being able to, my friend and I actually the other night, and this was kind of a really fun thing to do. We did a virtual dinner in a movie. So So we ordered from the same restaurant and we ate dinner on FaceTime and caught up as if we were out to dinner. And then we got the way back on iTunes, which is a sports movie, sort of. Well, it's not really. Sports is the backdrop of the movie, but there is sports (laughs) involved. And uh, we we went off FaceTime for the movie, but like texted during it. And I have to say it was really fun. Is it the same as if we were able like, to go out to dinner and go to a movie or whatever? No, but it was fun and it was fun to order from the same place. I think another friend and I are going to the same dinner this week and do something similar. Um, we both happen to have ribeyes in our freezer. So I think we're going to do that with asparagus and then sit down and have dinner on FaceTime. So find ways that. to, yeah, you know, it really, it's helpful. So if you can find ways Find ways to do that because I do think it really helps. Um, and it's not just passing the time, but it's, it's giving you that connection. And what I'm hoping is at the end of all this, it changes things for us in some ways in a positive in that I think some, and I've, I've heard a lot of people say this, sometimes we're making even more of an effort to see people, quote unquote, see people and talk to people than we were before. Yes. And I hope that's something that, you know, really comes out of this and we continue to do that. Yeah, I I 100% agree. I know it's changed my life in so many ways and and I and I just want to do better now. I don't I don't know how that sounds, but it's just, you know, I feel like I've always wanted to be a good person and do things, but now I feel like I've really seen what's important and 
you know, when my, you have friends coming over your house, cleaning your house for you because you literally can't. I mean, you really see who your friends are. I mean, I and it's mm-hmm. embarrassing. You know, I always, I always say that, like, I want a sign by my door, like, that says, you know, if you came over to see me, come on in. But if you came over to see my house, make an appointment. But my friends. <laughs> I love that. That's really funny. <laughs> but I like, but my friends, like, they didn't care. And they came over from for me, you know, for, because they could. Mm-hmm. And they shot for me and they did things and. I am just so impressed by this. Like you really see, I mean, you can really see the bad in people, but you can also see the good and like try to focus on the good things and what people are doing that are, that is good, you know? And um, they even shopped for my neighbor who's, who's a lot older. Um, And I just thought that was the nicest thing. I just was like, this is so great to see people coming together in this sort of time. You know, I think it's a really good opportunity to like look at what you can do for people. And so I, you know, I know I'm changed from it. So, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out ways where I can continue that. Cause I do feel like this is not going to get easier. It's probably going to get a little bit harder before we see an end to this thing. I think you're right. And that, and what you just said really transitions well to one of the things we wanted to talk about today was what we're seeing in terms of people doing good. Um, Yes, we've seen some bad, but I think we've seen really a lot of good out of this. And we touched upon it uh, last week, and I think the week before, too, about teams and players. And I know we talked about a lot a couple weeks ago, but teams and players uh, individually as a group who are doing things to make sure that arena employees are getting paid, that organization employees are getting paid, and doing things in the community. And so... That was something that Steph and I really wanted to kind of highlight today. There have been so many teams doing incredible things and so many people. I know we discussed a couple weeks ago, but I think it's worth repeating. You know, Rudy Gobert coming out and saying that he apologizes for not taking the disease seriously. You know, touching those mics, he didn't know he had it at the time, but he he certainly downplayed it and he certainly kind of made light of something that was serious. And I think it takes a lot to apologize. Not only did he apologize, he donated, I believe, half a million dollars uh, to Utah Jazz employees, I believe, to make sure people were getting yeah. paid or arena employees. Um, so I think that's incredible. We've seen Mark Cuban and the Mavericks doing incredible work, really all the teams. I mean, it's, it's hard to really single them out because everyone has really stepped up, so to speak, and done such a really good job. Um, so Steph and I are going to highlight a little bit probably our teams and the things that have stood out to us. Um, but I'm also going to start by saying the NFL announced last week that with in conjunction with the Players Association, teams, owners, and players, they've donated over $35 million to COVID relief efforts, which is great. Um, and then, Steph, do you want to tell us about your group that you're going to discuss? And then I'll <laughs> go into mine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the Golden State Warriors – committed to a million dollars to keep all of their, you know, basically their whole operation going, you know, people depend on those, you know, their paycheck to paycheck. So, you know, it really affects everybody. And I just thought that was good that they're trying to to do that. Steph Curry um, and his wife, Aisha, they um, are donating a million meals to um, kids because a lot of people don't realize Mm -hmm. that you know, children in the school system, they depend on two meals a day. So I thought that was just fantastic. But also Steph Curry did something that was pretty fantastic. He did an Instagram live 
chat with Dr. Mm-hmm. Fossey with the, from the CDC. Yeah. Dr. Fauci. Fauci. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, no yeah, like, um, and it was, I, you know, I, I tuned in and it was just, it, there was just a lot of really good information there and questions and things that I think, and he reaches a whole nother type of audience than any political person. So I just thought mm-hmm. it was great that he was expanding and, and, and his platform is so big anyway, but it, and it reaches the world. I mean, they, he, people, you know, are fans of him across the entire you know earth so it was just so exciting to see that he's willing to do all those things and um you know taking it seriously and he certainly doesn't have to do that but he's just really taking a leadership role in this and i i just thought it was just fantastic because even if you can't give a lot of money there's other things you can do and use your platform and that instagram live really was great and like you said it did touch a whole other group of people who otherwise may not have, you know, related to it. I think it's, it's not always so easy to have the news on all day because like I said earlier, sometimes it's too much and it can make you fearful. But if you can get on an Instagram live and you have Steph Curry talking to Dr. Fauci and Steph asked like really good, really, really good questions. Like, like I was like, maybe Steph should be running. Like maybe you should be a reporter. (laughs) Look at you, Steph. Um, But he asked really good questions. He was a great reporter. Um, I was like, did you miss your calling? Probably not, but still pretty good stuff. So I thought it was it was just a fantastic thing that they did. I think like 40,000 people joined, probably actually way more because I think it was 40,000 within the first couple of minutes. Um, but it was incredible. I think it went for 40 minutes and it was just great. So and the that was really too, the con- People feel connected. It's like one more yeah. way in this, you know, right, what we're going through that we need and that connection and people could, you know, respond and see it and, you know, hear it. It's just, it was just so important. And I, I mean, I loved every bit of that. I just, I thought that 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 was just, I've never seen an athlete do that. So props to Steph. I mean, that's just amazing stuff. It was, it was really incredible. It really is. And it, it goes to not to turn this into a Steph Curry appreciation (laughs) podcast, but I know you (laughs) won't have any problem with that. But I think it does kind of also go to the person Steph is and why he's emerged as such a star and a leader. It's not just because of what he does on the court. It is the way he conducts himself off the court and the things he does in the community um, and the way he and his family and his, his incredible wife, you know, live their lives. So I just think there's, you know, something to be said for that, especially in these times. Um, and I think there's, there's that. So there's my little, there's my little Steph Curry appreciation podcast moment. People will ask me, they're like, is Steph Curry as nice as he seems, you know, cause he just seems like this golden boy, you know? Mm-hmm. And what, what I tell people, like when I, you know, met him and interacted with him is he's better. Like he's that mm-hmm. nice. He's that great and, and humble and, and just a really, really good person. So it's, I just, that's how, that's always what I say. I go, he is actually better than you would even think. Like, I just think he's one of those people that is just a really, really good person and who happens to be the best shooter in basketball. That's secondary. He's a good person first. And that is, that is one of, that's the most important thing. People used to say that about Wayne Gretzky, Mm -hmm. that as good of a hockey player he is, he's an even better person. And I think at the end of the day, that is more important. Yeah. 
Uh, also in the Bay Area, uh, I'm going to focus on those San Francisco 49ers. I know that's a big shock to everybody, but they announced that they were donating a half a million dollars to employees in the community at large, and they partnered with uh, local government officials and others, and they immediately also donated $49,000 to create a new fund for nonprofit organizations in the area working to help uh, COVID-19 relief efforts. So incredible stuff. And I will say for the 49ers, and I'm not sure how, to be honest with you, how much we've ever talked about this on the podcast. I try to cover as much as I can, but the 49ers, I do have to say, and this is all bias aside, do really incredible work in the community all the time, no matter what is going on. So it certainly didn't surprise me. Yeah, they. I mean, they really, really do. And it doesn't surprise me that they did this, Um, but they just year-round are doing so much good work in the community. They've been honored a couple of times by ESPN. They've, they've won awards. And so I just, first of all, wanted to uh, say that. So there is that about the 49ers. And then Eric Armstead, who is from Sacramento, is doing kind of a, he's, he's adding a little fun to this, and I, I like it. He, he is wanting local Sacramento residents to support you know, local restaurants there. So what he is having people do is tweet a picture of their food, <laughs> use the hashtag EAT, uh, all caps, E-A-T, 9-1, and then spell out 6, S-I-X. And we'll put this in the uh, notes and copy. And then you are entered to win for tickets and 49ers gear and memorabilia and all of that kind of stuff. He's going to start announcing winners tomorrow, April 1st. So that is a great way to support and potentially get some cool gear and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, so I like that. And then Katie Sowers, a 49ers offensive assistant, as I think oh, cool. we all know who Katie is at this point, and she is incredible. She is using Cameo, which, as I think you guys know, it's a video platform where you can do shout outs to fans. And all the proceeds are going to Meals on Wheels San Francisco which is just another great way. And I really love that both of them are finding ways to use their notoriety and popularity and celebrity to help and do something fun. Because if you add, I think adding a little fun is always a good thing. And I I really love how they're doing that. So that is what's going on over there. But, But generally, so many people have done great things. I think we may have mentioned this last week, Drew Brees and his wife donating $5 million to... Louisiana. I mean, that's incredible. I don't care how much money you have. $5 million is a lot of money to part with personally. (laughs) So I think that's just really incredible. Um, So we're seeing a lot of, a lot of good things out there. Uh, So before, however, we switch gears a little, uh, Steph and I are going to give you our TV recommendations, favorite sports (laughs) movies, all those fun things. But first we're going to take a moment to hear from our sponsor. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit their website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. 
Bet Online, your online wagering experts. All right. So, Steph, I have to ask, have you watched Tiger King? No, I'm going to watch it tonight. I I was I'm a little like worried about watching it. To be honest, it just looked really weird. And I didn't know if it was going to be my uh my genre, but I've heard really good things. So, I was going to do it tonight. <laughs> Well, I will recommend it. I will confirm for you that it is really weird. Uh, it's definitely very weird. I don't think there's like a single redeemable character in it. Really? But And of course, they're all real people. But it is it is very weird, but it's kind of fascinating at the same time. <laughs> Somewhat disturbing, but I would say you need to watch it. And it's kind of interesting, and this will never know. It's definitely entertaining and weird, but would it have always been the social media phenomenon it was if we weren't in the middle of this situation? It's hard to tell, Um, but, you know, Netflix definitely has it out the right time, but I think it's definitely good. So I would recommend it. I think uh, you'll enjoy it. Um, Anything else that you're watching to kind of keep you occupied? Yeah, well, so I I think I mentioned this last week, but I have never been a Netflix user. I I I just don't watch a lot of TV. I watch a ton of sports, but now it's really given me the opportunity to finally do Netflix. So uh, I kind of binged a lot of things, especially being sick. Um, one of the things that was kind of funny that I binged was uh, Dexter, which usually oh, wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't have been my uh, like at first. I was like why is this like a 99 recommendations about a serial killer? (laughs) Yeah. And so I've been watching that. I'm not through with it, but it's been pretty strangely addicting. um, And it's really good. Um, That's one thing I've been watching. um, Trying to think I've I've watched um, orange is the new black. And I know I'm watching kind of like I'm getting on the old, what everybody talked about years ago, I'm just now finally understanding. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm i enjoying it. But um, I've seen a couple things. And oh, Ozark, that one I really enjoyed, but I have not started season three. Okay, so I did not finish season one of Ozark just because um, I don't always do well. Here's a fun fact about me, guys. <laughs> I have this condition that sounds fake, but it's real, called Vesivagal. And like with blood and getting blood drawn and all of that, like I'll pass out. And there are scenes that I know happen in Ozark that make me concerned I would pass out, but perhaps I could just fast forward through them because people, everyone raves about it and is raving about season three. So maybe I need to watch it. Um, if you like so we'll Justin see. Bateman, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, but see, I know people that didn't get through it. But I, but I think he's a really fantastic actor and I like that he's kind of funny in it like it I don't know it makes me laugh and so I like movies that make me think and laugh <laughs> well and I know like people think about Jason Bateman and he's is he so likable yeah um and people really like so I think this is kind of an interesting role for him where he's somewhat less likable um so maybe I will try to check that out um did do you watch the have you ever watched The Wire no, that was another one I wrote down, but I've heard really good things. Oh, The Wire is incredible. So I would highly recommend The Wire. Um, so I, I would definitely. That one. Yeah, I've never been a curb person, but people tell me I should be watching that as well. So <laughs> it's a good time to catch up. Yeah. We definitely have time definitely. if that's how you want to spend it. Yes, yes exactly. There definitely is, is time to do that. Um, I am watching, I'm trying to think. So I watched Tiger King. 
I'm watching Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. I had read the book, which I loved, and they're doing a pretty good job with the show and and sticking to it. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, my dogs would like to jump in and tell you what they're watching, but they're pretty much watching what I'm watching. Um, I started a show called Bodyguard that was recommended to me. Um, Rob Stark from Game of Thrones is the lead. So I was pretty much sold right off the bat. Uh, that one. That's on Netflix. Um, and I think I'm going to go back to some sports movies this week. I want to watch Major League and I want to watch Bull Durham, which are two of my absolute favorites. So it might be fun to add in a little sports. Like I said, I watched The Way Back, but I, I don't want to sell The Way Back as a sports movie because sports is the backdrop, but that's not really what the movie's about. Um, but, you know, those are two of my favorites. And of course, opening day has come and gone and we had opening day at home. So I think maybe a little um, little Major League and Boulder might be fun. Um, so that would be good. And yeah, I think there's lots we can do and watch. And I love that, you know, Fox the other day played the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl. The other night on ESPN, they yeah. did the Chiefs yeah. night game. So I think that that's great too, that we kind of have that stuff to to relive. And those things are fun to watch. I've never been a person that goes back necessarily. I mean, I'll watch film for work and that kind of thing and go back to like, look at certain things, but I haven't necessarily been a person that's gone back to watch games, Yeah. but I think these kind of iconic games are great. And um, I love that people are doing that. And it was actually pretty fun on Sunday to watch Tom Brady's Instagram stories as he was watching the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl. And there was like one clip he posted and he was like, why am I nervous? I know how it ends. But I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but that was, you know, it was a great game. So, you know, I think we're all navigating. It's tough times. It's scary times. But I'm hoping in some ways we'll come out of this. You know, I think we'll be a changed world forever. Um, and, but maybe some ways a little bit, like we talked earlier, the better and, and we'll see. Do you, do you think we should do a fangirl says who's hot, who's not? We can. Um, I, I do you want to do movies that are hot and who's not? movies that are not, we could, we could definitely do that. That might be different. Cause I don't necessarily have a, who's not for a, a person or situation right now, but I like that idea. All right. I'm going to do. Hi, who's hot, even though it's really old, and I just mentioned it, Bull Durham really is one of my favorite sports movies of all time. You just had such great characters, such great lines, uh, and just the baseball aspect of it. And, you know, there's something about minor league baseball. So that was um, really fun to watch. And then a who's not, well, I'm just going to say this about The Way Back. It's quite depressing and doesn't feel entirely complete. So I'm just going to give that warning before you spend $19.99 on iTunes to watch it. <laughs> that's just my that's just my opinion. I'm not it's not a bad movie and it's certainly entertaining and it's under two hours, but it is depressing and it feels incomplete. And I kind of thought I was getting a little bit of a feel-good story. So I'll go with that. Okay. Um so <laughs> I'm going to go a little back. I love League of Their Own. Um, oh, I, that's like my like all-time like fave sports movie. Um, and I, I just, I don't know, it's just good. I, I like Gina Davis, and I love uh, Tom Hanks. So all of that was all good stuff. So I, I love that movie. Um, that's going to be my who's hot to watch. And then my who's not, you know, I'm not a big fan in this, it could be a little controversial, but I hate Happy Gilmore. 
<laughs> oh, hot take. You know what? I've never seen Happy Gilmore. How's that for us? Damn it. <laughs> It just bugs me. So sorry if you love the movie. I know it has a cult following, but I'm like, this is the stupidest movie I've ever seen. But, you know, that's just me. And I like Adam Sandler. It's just that movie, for some reason, just doesn't ring with me. Fair enough. That's fair enough. We we will not blame you for that. Uh, but I'm glad you're feeling better. You sound much more like yourself. And that is most important makes me very happy next week we are going to start talking draft our next few pods will be draft focused we're going to focus on a couple different position groups every week so make sure you're following us subscribe to this podcast on itunes and leave a review and also do not forget to follow us on instagram at fangirl sports network uh, the team is doing a really great job just sharing news and really fun and inspiring content and things that make you laugh so make sure you're following us there and with that we will talk to you next week bye Steph bye